FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I'm Sean Lee. I'm Monica. We are the Two Wild Orchids, the place to come for sex and fun. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? I thought you were in charge of that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is going to be good. Actually, I have a funny story. I have to tell you what happened before we get started. Do you remember the date I told you about last time? Yes. Okay. So I went on the date. The guy was nice. No chemistry. Well, like, I don't know how to behave sometimes, right? And <laughs> so I didn't text him. And he sent me a message. And he's like, hey, you know, what's the deal? Okay. Or, and he even said in the, in the text, we're both grownups. And I was like, you know what? Sean Lee, be a grownup. So I messaged him back. And I was like, hey, thanks for the great opening. You're right. We're both grownups. You're really nice. You're good looking. You have a great body. There's just no chemistry for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I told him, I said, I'm annoyed. There's no chemistry for me. And he's like, well, why not? Okay. That's a shitty question. Isn't <laughs> if, it? If I knew why, don't you think I'd have said so? Right. Okay. But so guys, if you're listening, fucking don't do that. <laughs> Let's start off with the easy stuff. So anyway, I said, I don't know. And I said, but you know, I'm annoyed with myself. The next thing that happened is he sent me a dick pic. <gasps> he did not. I swear to God. I was like, I feel like I got eye raped. Okay. <laughs> I got eye raped because he sent me a dick pic. Why? Well, and that's the part I can't understand. So when I told my friend Jason, not husband Jason, boyfriend in Oklahoma, Jason, when I told him about it, he said, why did he do that? I said, I don't have a penis. I can't even begin (laughs) to tell you why he did that. Okay. But I don't. So it got me to thinking, and I don't know if you've seen the changes I made to our website. Have you seen them? No, not yet. Okay. So... I put a splash page on. Okay. Okay. Which is kind of a cover page that says if you're over 18, because mm-hmm. I thought, eh, we probably need it. Mm-hmm. And I want to make a, a page, which I guess I've already made it, but I didn't tell you about it called the dick wall of shame. The dick wall of shame. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> How long you have needed this? Okay. Women so, across the world are applauding you. Right. Okay. <laughs> dick wall of shame. And here's what I'm thinking. You tell me what you think. Okay. I don't think it should be if you're having phone sex with somebody. Like, I don't want those dick pictures. If you're having phone sex with somebody and text sex and whatever, those are not the pictures I think we should get. Right. I think we should get the eye raping pictures. These are the unsolicited yes. photos that we don't ask for. They We don't know where they come from. They're totally out of the blue. I read the text. I reread the text. It was a very nice text. I'm not interested. I wish I was. <laughs> <Dick pic. laughs> so did he think he was going to send you this photo? It was going to change your mind? Well, that's what I don't understand. So I took, I mean, I really, I showed it to Jason, husband, Jason. I was like, dude, what's the deal? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And so I messaged him and I said, I feel like I got eye raped and I'm confused. <laughs> oh, good for you. Okay. Good for you. Because I was like, I don't understand. Why do, why do I have this? Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he really did. I'll show you the text. He said, um, well, I think I, I just needed a compliment. I'm like, okay, wait, you're having low self-esteem. So I get a dick pic. Right. Like, I don't get it. And I'll tell you this. It was actually quite nice cock, which was unexpected. But will that ever really change? The, like if you if you don't have chemistry, I don't care how nice your cock is. Like, it's not going to change my mind. Right. We don't have chemistry. So that's great. What am I going to do with it now? There's, I don't want, <laughs> like, it's nice. Thank you. But no. So it's interesting because I was on the phone with somebody on the way here telling him the story. And he said, well, Sean, he said, what if you hadn't been like as um, he used the word evolved, but for our discussion purposes, like so aware of your own feelings, would that have changed your mind? 
And I said, if I hadn't been so aware of my own feelings, I probably wouldn't have said we don't have any chemistry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I mean, I don't know. Do you get dick pictures? <laughs> I have definitely gotten my share of So are you going to be contributing to the wall? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I don't necessarily save them. So it's unfortunate because I have quite the history. (laughs) But I haven't had a dick pic recently that was unsolicited. I think women should send us their dick pic, the unsolicited dick pics. So I've set up an email address, um, DWS, hashtag DWS, dick wall of shame. I love it. Okay. You love it? Yeah. Oh, good. Because I'm not, you know, you're the hashtag queen. Because I don't, I think you don't even really know what to do with them. Right. Well, now we have a place. And then you share it with. I always share it with my girlfriends, right? <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> I did. I share this. I think did I, I might've sent it to you. Did I send it to you? I always get them when I'm sitting with a girlfriend, like at a bar or something. And then I just share it with everyone. <laughs> like, I mean, if you're going to be that stupid to send me a dick pic that I didn't ask for specifically, then I'm sorry guys, but I'm going to share it with everyone I know. Well, and that's why I'd like guys to weigh in on this. Okay. Because when I was on the phone with Jason and I told him about this conversation, his first thing he said to me is, why did he do that? And I was like, I don't have a penis. I don't know. Hmm. So I'm asking guys to write in on this. Why would you send an unsolicited dick pic. <laughs> I mean, what do you think is going to happen? It's like one of the great mysteries <laughs> of the world. Right? It's like, oh, well, she doesn't like me. Here's my penis. You know? I don't know. I don't, I, know. I don't, I don't know why. It's a mystery. It's a mystery, but I will tell you, I have to, I have to tell you. So I'm talking to a new guy on Bumble. Okay. Okay. He's pretty. Like he's pretty enough to forgive a multitude of sins. Okay. Okay. He could send unsolicited dick pics and I still might like him. Okay. Okay. But Here's what happened. We were having a nice chat and then um, he used to compete in bodybuilding and, you know, I used to compete. So we exchanged competition pictures, that kind of thing. And then he said to me, and this I'm telling you, won him the hottest cool points as he messaged me and he said, would you like to see other parts of my body? This just happened to me this, too. Did it? Okay. Yes. That was like the best thing ever because I wrote, not yet. And then I wrote, yes. <laughs> but no. And so I meant yes, eventually, potentially yes, but not in this format and not right now. Mm-hmm. But I love that he asked. Yes. I just had the, a very similar thing. Tell me. Well, it's a guy that I've been communicating with, um, but it has been very non... I think there's chemistry, but I think maybe the timing hasn't been right on. Okay. We've been going back and forth and we've hung out a few times. He's a really nice guy. Um, Have you had sex with him yet? No, no, we haven't had any, even in, even in our, I guess, quote unquote dates. I mean, they haven't really, I've been very casual. There really hasn't been a lot of like physical contact or Mm -hmm. we haven't even really talked about, like we didn't really flirt with each other. I think we were just getting to know one another. And then I was actually wondering if we were going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe this is just going to turn into a friendship. I'm really not sure. Mm-hmm. And then the other night we were talking. And, and I, then what happened? I don't I don't even remember what led up to it, but he did ask. Okay. Did, did you want to see it? I think it started by me saying I was really horny. Okay. <laughs> like, like, I had no physical contact. No. <laughs> but I really... We had talked, we had talked on the phone for maybe an hour. We had caught up because we hadn't talked in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, basically I think I had said, you know, I haven't had sex in, you know, a few months. It's been really hard. Like, blah, I've just been Mm -hmm. craving. And every guy in our audience just got a big old stiffy. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, then I said, um, you know, I'm, I'm just really, really horny. And then that conversation turned into like, we started going down this little sexual road and then midway through that, yeah, he actually asked me, okay, do you, you want me to send you 
a photo. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> so, so that was really cool because it was the first time that I, I think I've gotten a dick pic that actually uh, there was permission given. Consent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which was really nice. I mean, it changes. It's actually a really big turn on. Yes. Normally I think dick pics, I don't even think they're really that great. I mean, I, I think you're, but, but I bet you liked his dick because, or his dick pic because he gave, he asked you first. So you were prepared when you opened the next Exactly. Text. It wasn't just like in your face. And, and that's how it felt. I was like, ah, and I, and I dropped my phone. I felt eye raped. Mm-hmm, I mean, there really mm-hmm. is something to that. I can't unsee that picture. Right. And I didn't have a vote as to whether or not I wanted to see it. Right. Exactly. And, and I mean, part of me wonders if guys do it for a pat, like, was this guy being passive aggressive? Well, that bitch, he doesn't like me. So now I'll send her a dick pic. It's possible. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. That's totally possible. So the guy that I was talking to, I mean, I just messaged him. I really appreciate the fact that you asked me, did I want to get this picture Mm -hmm. before you randomly sent it to me? Um, And he said, I said, I have a friend who's transsexual. He said, and she gets first message guys are sending her. And he's like, first of all, guys have some fucked up looking penises. <laughs> <That's what he laughs> told me. I was like, that's interesting seeing as I haven't seen yours yet, but that's interesting. <laughs> but it was yeah. like, I would never, ever, ever stick a camera between my legs, take a snapshot and then randomly send it. I mean, think about that. No, but I think men would really like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know they would. I think it's the opposite. Like, I think men would probably appreciate it if we did do that more. <laughs> okay, so if they would appreciate it if we did it more, are they essentially telling us what they hope to get? Oh, maybe. I don't know. These are both good questions. I mean, they're just interesting questions mm-hmm. for me. Okay, so in, in terms of the dick wall of shame, I want to give girls a platform, girls, women, whatever, women, a yes. platform to send in these, but it has to be unsolicited. It is the right. honor system, right? Mm-hmm. You can't get pissed off at your ex-boyfriend and send us pictures because yeah. then that fucks up the whole system for everybody. Don't do that shit. Yeah. But if a guy out of nowhere starts sending you... It would be his, funny to do like the screenshot of the actual tech, like the conversation that happened mm-hmm. right before the dick pic. <laughs> you know what? That's a good idea. Like, how did it get to this? <laughs> so rather than having them just send us the dick pic, just because mm-hmm. that's the, con- like, if you look at my text, that's the conversation. Everything was fine. Ta-da, dick pic. Yes. Do right. Do a screenshot. I see. Yes. Yeah. So people could read the text messages. That would be funny. Okay. All right. So, but white out the guy's name. Oh yeah. Because it is going to be, and if you don't, I'm going to do it for you or our IT people will, because it has to be anonymous. It has like, to be anonymous. Because I struggled with this whole dick wall of shame thing. Cause we've decided not to unshame sex or sorry to unshame sex. Mm. But you said something really powerful when we talked about it mm-hmm. briefly. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you said? Yeah. I think there's a really big difference between sex and shaming of and bad behavior. Right. 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 I do. You know, I, I mean, right. there's a huge difference between those two things. Yeah. And that's why I want to make sure that everybody knows if you have had phone sex, text sex, requested dick pics, old boyfriend, whatever, mm-hmm. that's fucking don't, don't get, don't send us that shit. Mm-hmm. We don't want that. We want unsolicited bad behaved boys penises to go on our site. (laughs) Uh, It'd be really interesting to see what people send in. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. So I think you're right. I think that including the screenshot will alleviate some of that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cause I'm really curious to see, okay, how did we, how did we we get get here? Right. You know, (laughs) like, hello, here's my penis. And it's happened. (laughs) 
I, it's happened so many times to me. And, and you're just kind of like, where did this come from? I don't know. I was talking to a girlfriend of mine last night. And so for a long time, she had this whole thing that no one had ever sent her a dick pic. She did not ever. She's like, I never received a dick pic. And then a guy did it. <laughs> and she's so upset. She was so offended. And then so now when she talks about it, she's like, now instead of saying no one has ever, she goes, one person, one time. She said, I think I have something tattooed on my forehead. You know, there's some girls who have resting bitch face. Yeah. She's like, and then there's me. Don't you fucking send me your dick pic. That's what she tells me. She's like, that's what my face says. Interesting. Don't fucking send me your dick pic. I don't want to see it. I don't get a lot of them, but I've definitely had my fair share. I don't get a lot of them either. So um, I was with a girlfriend over the weekend and I opened... (laughs) We were looking for a picture in, in something random in a text message she has with her sister. And so I open up, you know, we're looking at the pictures and there's all of these dick. I'm like, what is this? She said a friend of her sister's had sent her all of these because the, the girl was on Bumble or Tinder, one of those, and all of these dick pics. Mm. So she felt so exactly like you talked about. We share them with our friends. Oh my gosh. But I can promise you, no one has ever sent me a dick pic with the exception of the one that you sent me that I went, hey, maybe I want to try that. <laughs> Was, solicited. That one was also asked for. That was not unsolicited. No. That was actually quite a nice cock. Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah, maybe. That was a good cock. It's just what was attached was not so good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, and that's the thing. If that's the best thing you've got going for you, that's a problem. Uh, what a shame. <laughs> that's a problem. What a shame. Um, okay. So we've got the dick wall of shame. Hashtag mm-hmm. DWS. Mm-hmm. The email address for that, ladies, is DWS at twowildorchids.com. Just send them and we want the screenshot with that told us a little bit of what happened and then bam, there's the picture. <laughs> Perfect. I'm excited. I'm excited. I've never been this excited about dick pics. Right? Before. And so we'll have a wall of shame. And you feel free, men, if you're listening, and you have been sending unsolicited dick pics, you might go check out the wall. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They might find them. They might find themselves on it. Ugh. In which case, send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> right, we want to know why. We want to know why you sent it. How dare you? What were you thinking? What's the thought process that go? I mean, like, what's the thought process? Here we are texting. You're not interested in me. There's no chemistry. That's weird. Tick pick. Well, maybe they think there is chemistry and then they're just trying to, I don't know. I think men think women think like men and we don't. I mean, I just don't look at a dick pic and get turned on. I don't see that as something that's going to turn me on. That's not where, but I think men do get turned on, you know, Mm -hmm. a picture of a woman's vagina or Mm -hmm. pussy, whatever, like that, that turns them on. They want to see that stuff. They're visual creatures and men just cannot for the life of them figure out that women, a lot of us anyway, are Mm -hmm. in our heads. That's where foreplay starts. Mm -hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Not in my eyeballs. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've said for a long time and like, even when we were in the lifestyle, if you want to get in my bed, you've got to get in my head because I don't care how cute you are. Like I remember being in the, in the clubs and seeing a really hot guy and then he opens his mouth and he's an asshole. And I'm like, I'm good. Oh my gosh. That's happened to me too. Like Like, there's nothing you have on your face or in your pants that is now interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I, I want somebody who's got substance. I want somebody who can make me laugh. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. You want to have that back and forth and, right. you know, and if I ask you for a dick pic, it's because I'm already interested in all the things going on between your ears. Exactly. And now I'm interested in what's going on between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I think it's the opposite for men. I think it's completely opposite for men. Maybe it's, not though. I don't know. Maybe some of you guys could chime in and yeah. let us know what you think. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. Um, so I, I don't know. I think that, um, 
I know that with guys, at least it's been my experience that dark fixes a lot of things, you know, dark fixes, ugly, dark fixes, dumb, you know, there's things it doesn't fix. Like if you prefer a skinny body type and you're having sex with a girl who's heavier than is your preference, mm-hmm. dark doesn't fix that and vice versa. If mm-hmm. you prefer girls with more bean and she's really skinny, dark doesn't fix that, mm-hmm. but dark can fix ugly and dark can fix dumb. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's true of men too, right? It, I can fix it ugly and dumb if they're, you know, from the neck down. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. So, anyway, the other thing we were going to talk about, do you remember what we decided we were going to talk no, about No, we've talked about so many things. I put you in charge of all that stuff. Why do I have to be in charge? Because you're good at it. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> right. So I want to talk about the thing that I didn't know to do that you knew to do that apparently all girls got the MMO on. Oh, now I know what we're talking about. Yeah. So I didn't get the memo. (laughs) I had a talk with another girlfriend. We're talking about the O. The big O. The faking of the O. uh, uh, Right there, baby. Yeah, that O. Yeah. When Harry met Sally style. Yeah. What does your fake O sound like? There, you just heard mine because I don't know how to do one. (laughs) Oh, that's not happening Uh, I don't have the voice right now to do it. Okay. So uh, first of all, let's talk about faking O's. My fake O sounds exactly like my real O. Does it? Yes, it's exactly the same. You cannot tell when a woman is faking a fucking orgasm. I'm telling you right here and now. Everything is the same. So I was listening to one show on faking orgasms, right? And and they were very specific in instructions, which I appreciated because nobody ever told me. Like I was on the phone with my girlfriend, Robin, on the way here. And I told her we were going to talk about this. And she goes, I should be on that phone call. I'm good at it. <laughs> I was like, every woman's good at it. Except I, I never knew to do it. Well, you don't have to do it. In fact, I actually don't think women should do it. I think it's a horrible thing that we do that <laughs> because I think it feeds a man's ego and, you know, they don't learn that, you know, it's, it perpetuates the problem. Okay. But I agree that we feel so much pressure to please a man, mm-hmm. to please him within a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. to make sure that his ego is cared and fed, you know, that mm-hmm. we, we do this you know, because we, we don't know what else to do. Well, that's what she said. She said the only time she'd ever faked it, she said was when she wanted sex to be over. Right. She'd had, she'd had enough. She was done. She was tired. She's like, it, it's obvious he's not going to stop until he thinks I get there. So she says, so I fake it. And I was like, see, nobody told me to do that. Right. If I wasn't going to have an orgasm, I said, I'm not going to get there. Are you done yet? Right. Like, I, and I've never faked an orgasm in my life up until this last year. And I was dating somebody that his value and his worth, I think was really, that was such an important part of his sexual experiences was, was me having an orgasm. It was so important to him. And That's so ridiculous. I know. And there was so much pressure for me. It just put way too much pressure on me. And it was also within a period of time. Like if it doesn't happen within 20 minutes, well, then there's something wrong with, with me. And so I had gone my entire life really you know, doing the same thing you did. Like, I'm, I'm not going to just give this to you. Like, if you know, you have to earn it. And, <laughs> right. And I'm not going to fake an orgasm because it's lying. Right. Really, it's lying. So, and then of course I met this person and it, it didn't happen right away. It was a slow kind of burn. I just felt really bad for him in a way. I okay, okay, but, I, mean, I think it's so fucked up. I it know. is so fucked up. I'm sorry. So like, okay. So here's what it makes me think of. Guys have this need to perform. Right. right. There's all this pressure on them to perform. So he just took his pressure and transferred it and said, here, you hold this. Right. That's bullshit. Yeah. Statistically, women take longer to orgasm. 
I mean, we just do. Right. On average, 30 minutes. Right. 87% of women can't orgasm through penetration alone. Exactly. So I don't get it. Like, I mean, I know. How could you put your own, let me think about that. How could you put your sexual prowess in somebody else's hands? That's what he did. Well, I think there's also this really sort of weird, you know, men always say, I want to give her an orgasm. I want to give her an orgasm. Well, guess what, guys? You can't give a woman an orgasm. No, I know how to get there all by myself. I don't need you. And you can't gift one. Like you can't give it. What you can do is set an environment and a, and a stage for a woman to feel comfortable enough for her to relax and be able to have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a lot of men really miss out on that point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and this particular person really didn't make me feel safety. safe. I didn't have that security. I didn't feel like a goddess. I didn't feel completely like I could just let go, which is the way that we have to feel mentally to be able to, to get into else. that space, yeah. you know, and everything else was great. It wasn't, he was great in bed. He wasn't bad. He was a wonderful lover. He took his time. He was, he but, took his time as long until it was up until your time was up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, there was a lot of foreplay, I guess. He didn't just get to the point like, mm-hmm. you know, he was really a wonderful lover, but but that space that I needed to be in mentally to let go and to just really relax and feel comfortable enough to have an orgasm, I just never got there. And part of that was because of this expectation on um, his part yeah. that I have one. And here's the other thing, you know, women, I think, can have really amazing sexual experiences without having an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And when you turn it into an orgasm goal oriented thing, then we really just, we just get so in our heads. I mean, my God, the things that go through my head (laughs) sometimes, I'm just like, why am I thinking about this right now? When you just want to be in the moment and relax and enjoying it, you know, but I do think that that pressure of feeling like I have to have this orgasm, you know, am I having it in enough time? I feel bad. A guy goes down on me Mm -hmm. and, you know, 20 minutes in, I start to think, am I taking too long? It's taking too long. Is, does he have fatigue? Is he, and once those thoughts start to creep in, forget mm-hmm. about it. It's so, not going to happen. I think I used to have those thoughts. But yeah. I've been married a long time. One of the things I noticed is that Jason will very often lay on the bed, like on his, sh- on his elbows like this. Okay. Okay. So there's all this pressure on his shoulders. You know, he's kind of just leaning over as though like he's a little kid watching TV. It's the same position, by the way, that he is in if I'm laying on my back and he's going down on me. Okay. And so I've asked him about that. I'm like, don't your shoulders get tired? Cause my shoulders would get tired. Like, right, sitting like right. that. He said, no, I've had years of practice. So, and that gave me some freedom when he would go down on me from having to hurry myself along because right. he's been going down on girls since before we met. His shoulders have had decades of training to be in that position. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe it's, it's a question of if you're worried, you could change position, like have him lay on his back and well, you ride and I, his face. And I think that, you know, I mean, some of what made this, I mean, this guy was really actually very good at giving head and he moved me around a lot, which I loved, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. just this one position where you're just laying there. Like he actually manipulated my body and moved me around. Oh, I want to go back to that. Keep <laughs> A lot. And which was super, super hot, you know, and sometimes those pauses in between and then starting again can be really, really exciting. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I loved it, but again, it was just that, that pressure of, you know, it was the first few times that we were together. And then after, you know, we would have a conversation and he would say, you know, there was almost like this, um, it was almost like an accusation, like, you know, Hmm. why aren't you having this orgasm? Why isn't this happening? You know? And then it sort of insinuates, I think that something's wrong. Right. And then it just went down this path, 
we started off and I, I, I mean, I wish that I could rewind time actually and go back and do it all over again, right. and do it differently. But unfortunately we just went down this path and it just got worse and worse and it just snowballed. And right. by the end of it, it was like, there was a 0% chance I was going to have an orgasm with this guy. So I started faking orgasms <laughs> because I did not know what else to do. And I felt bad. I felt really guilty. I, don't, I, I can't imagine doing it again. I definitely would not do that again. Cause once you do that, what I discovered and for, cause this was the first, time I'd ever done it. Right. What I discovered is once you fake the first one, then it's really hard to stop doing it. You okay. know, it's really tough. It's really weird. Cause now you have this time limit thing in your head. Yes. Okay. And then you're like, well, it's so much easier if I just fake it. Now I will say a couple times I faked the first orgasm mm-hmm. and then I actually had a second one because guess what? Fucking pressure was the off. pressure was off. Right. Isn't that crazy? So I could, so he, and he thought he was the shit because I, I had two orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was, so I want to pause for a second because one of the things you said makes me wonder if this is why you didn't have an orgasm. Okay. okay. So, you know, when, when you're playing with your vibrator yes. right, and you find that spot, mm-hmm. you don't move off that spot. Right. Okay. So guys, just as a little lesson here, if she says, stay right there, stay fucking right there. Oh my God. For the love of Christ, don't move a millimeter. Okay. Don't slow down. Don't speed up. Don't move your tongue any different. Don't move your hips any different. Stay fucking right there. Yes. I agree with that. Okay. I tell you that feels so good. good. Don't Don't move. Yeah. Don't fucking move. Please don't move. Okay. (laughs) But a lot of times they do. Right. So that's my question. Why is the reason you didn't have those orgasms? No. Because so just stay with me a second. Just play with me. Okay. (laughs) Is that here you are, you're in the space. It's feeling so good. Yeah. You're, you're relaxing a little bit and homeboy moves you. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So now, because the thing about women, if sex is interrupted, right, for whatever reason, the phone rings, all right, Mm -hmm. then we have to get all the way back there. We're not just going to flip switch back. Guys, flip switch back. Yeah. Right. We need all of that build up again to get back in that space. Right. So is it possible that he was basically his own worst enemy? Because every time you'd get comfortable and relax, he'd be like, oh, time to flip over like a pancake. (laughs) <laughs> okay. and, yeah. so, and so then you'd have to start basically at ground zero again right so it's his own fucking fault you didn't have an orgasm i don't know i would say that sometimes that was possible but most of the time i think more what was happening was i was just in my own head right you know, so and, and the pressure of of having to have this orgasm i mean you know it's just it just, uh, it's too much <laughs> to have that hanging over you when you're in bed. So, you know, it's funny because when, after you and I had some of these con- orgasm conversations, um, and I told you that Jay and I play a lot anyway, but I thought about, I thought it had been a minute since he, since I'd gotten there because, you know, we play and then we'll have sex and, you know, whatever. I always get there, but from him going down on me. So the, not very long ago, I said, Hey, get busy. It <laughs> took 30 minutes. Easy. Right. Easy 30 minutes. Right. And it was a fucking amazing. I think I sent you a text. I now remember why I love my husband because yeah. And, but guys who want to maybe show off their skills. And that's what that kind of makes me think about with him. The guy, your guy is if he was trying to demonstrate his sexual prowess because he put so much of his own self-worth into that, mm-hmm. he may have made it just harder for you. In addition to the fact that the conversations, Oh, I absolutely but agree with that. Why not? Like, I know what I like. And so even in a threesome, a lot of times if Jay and I have a threesome with someone, you know, I'm like, Jay, you know, show her what I like or show him what I like, because I know what I like. And 
everybody's different. So is it that he thought you would be like all the other girls? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Versus, versus, versus approaching everyone's vagina as a, a completely new playground that you've never played on. Well, I think part of the problem was that I think that his experiences with women and I don't want to take away from his experiences with women, but when we did finally start talking about it, you know, he was 100% convinced that a woman had never faked an orgasm with him. <laughs> right. And that was, and that was my reaction. And I said, are you out of your fucking, fucking mind? mind? Yeah. You know, 80% or eight, yeah, 80% of women have faked orgasms. I mean, guys, I hate to tell you, but like you have been with a woman, she has faked an orgasm and you did 100%. not know. Or she said, I'm not going to get there. Right. Sorry. Or she kept on my own shit for a second. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm the non-faker going, are you done? Or she thought in her head, I'm not going to get there. And then she faked an orgasm. <laughs> right. right. Which is more likely what happened. I mean, women fake orgasms. 80% of women fake orgasms. And the number one reason that they fake an orgasm is because they want to wrap up. They want to finish. They, They're hungry. They want a sandwich. They want to be done. And so we fake orgasms because we're just, you know, we're probably not going to come or we can, or we're, you guys are taking too long or it hurts or whatever the fucking reasons are. Mm-hmm. And we fake these orgasms so that you guys, you know, okay, we can just wrap it up. So anyway, you know, I had these conversations with him. He was 100% in disbelief that a woman had ever faked an orgasm to the point where we actually had a few arguments about it. (laughs) God love him. Poor guy. He sounds remarkably insecure. We had several arguments about it. And finally, one weekend we had sex. We had sex three times. And I said to him the following day, Hey, we had sex three times this weekend. Which orgasm did I fake? (laughs) You did not. I did. And you are awesome. I mean, in some ways, this probably wasn't a great thing because then it just became a seed that then germinated in his head. But um, yeah, he couldn't tell. He had no idea. He didn't believe me at first, you know? Hmm. And I said, absolutely. One of them was faked. Which one was it? And he had no idea. So what you're basically saying, or what I'm hearing, kind of crystallized this a little bit, is that women fake orgasm to save male egos. Yeah. Stop it. (laughs) ladies just fucking stop it I agree with that it's a horrible I I hate I hate admitting that I I cringe when I I mean I hate that I I did this (laughs) I married my high school sweetheart and then after him was Jason so who made sex such an enjoyable fun experience no matter what we did Mm -hmm. so nobody ever taught me any better like I didn't learn any girl lessons about faking orgasms and so when I was on the phone with Robin I was like I would just you know say what I said you know are you done yet you know she laughed at me like it was like everyone got the girl memo but I think that I'm comfortable with that I would much rather say I'm just not going to get there. It's me. It's not you because sex is such an intimate, close experience. And it, you know, no matter who you're having it with, it's such a, an open experience. Yeah. And I think if this relationship had had that trust and that was set up in a way, then I think I probably would have done what I had done in my previous relationships. Let's just say, Hey, I I need a little more time Mm -hmm. or it's just not going to happen this time or let's get the vibrator out Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my ex-boyfriend who I had been with for a long time, I had an orgasm every time we had sex. You know, mm-hmm. we dated for years and years and years and I never had an issue. I mean, maybe a handful of times mm-hmm. I didn't have an orgasm, but mm-hmm. it was definitely, it's it's just an environment. It's a mental place that is provided for you. Yes. And guys, so guys, some things to, because we're, we're kind of ragging on, on you a little bit. So just some things to remember is number one, it's not you if we don't come. Just 
It, it is. It's so true. But if, if you, if it really means that much to you, Monica just made a really strong point. So we get out the vibrator. Mm-hmm. A vibrator is almost a guarantee you're going to have an orgasm. She knows how to use it. She knows <laughs> where to put it. She knows how much pressure and now to move off the fucking spot. Right. So let her play with her vibrator. That's one of the things like Jay and I'll do that because I like audio porn. Mm-hmm. So Me sometimes too. if I, if I can't get there, I get out my little stage mic and he'll talk to me and tell me sexy stories in my oh, ear. Oh, that's right. We, t- we talked, so you like audio porn, right? We talked about this. I love before. me some audio porn. And yes. I like audio porn porn, different kind of audio porn, not necessarily my partner. I've never tried that. I actually think that'd be really hot. It's very hot. It's very hot. And so we, we have very strong fantasy talk. And so, um, and sometimes like if he's tired or not in the mood and I'm in the mood and really all I want is an orgasm, but I don't want a full on sex session. Uh I'm like, let's have talk sex. And so, and he'll lay next to me and he'll tell me a sexy story. And I got my little vibrator and I'm done and he's asleep. And it's great. (laughs) It's almost like real sex. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah. But, but there's a lot you can do that allows you that freedom. Mm -hmm. And so when we first got together, it was hard for me to lay there and just accept pleasure. And I think that's common for a lot of women. I agree. And that's a big issue for me. I almost feel guilty, which is so crazy. Ridiculous. Like it's so crazy, right? But I am so concerned about my partner having a good time and my partner getting off and, and his ego and all that stuff that Mm -hmm. I I can totally relate to that. So I think that's, I think that's women training. If you will, we're taught from a young age to take care. Like, you know, when you're a little girl, you're helping your mom with the, with the dinner guests, for example, or you're helping dinner or whatever it is we girls learned to do growing up was to take care of of people. Mm-hmm. Whereas men on a grand level very much learn to take care of themselves. Yes. Right. Like I'm, ta- I'm, I'm talking at Exotica on the 25th and I'm talking about poly and open relationships, but I've submitted for a TED talk talking about teaching young women some self-exploration yep. for that reason. I think that we women did not learn from a young age to take our own pleasure, to enjoy our own pleasure. And that our own pleasure is important. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know that it took me until probably a couple of years ago to really sit with myself and go, okay, what do I like? Mm-hmm. Like we went to that talk I told you about, the cock and ball torture talk. <laughs> I learned that number one, I'm not a sadist. I saw cock and ball torture over the week, the other day. (laughs) I learned I'm not a sadist because the more his balls were tortured, Uh, the more happy she looked. (laughs) I thought, I'm definitely not a sadist. Right. But what I admired about her is, A, she's 35 years old. Who are you talking about? Madame A. Okay. Actually, ironically, it's Madame A. We did that interview with her, but... She gave a talk and she gave a talk on female led relationships that we went to. And then I found out that there was going to be a demonstration of CBT. And um, I was like, I want to go. And God love her. She saved us front row seats. Jason looked like he wanted to crawl under his chair every oh time something happened. Okay. Uh-huh. There was a mirror. It was kind of funny because where she sat us, there was a mirror in front of us. Right. And so I could see his expression. And every time that guy flinched, <laughs> so did Jason. Okay. So she had someone that she was she had her slave. I see. Okay. Right. Who was buck ass naked, standing there as proud as you please, as she used like electricity on him oh. and wrapped his cock up in rope and did the helicopter. Doctor and that showed you how to do ball kicking, all sorts of really, I was like, whoa. And Jason was like, ow. And so I'm thinking his testicles crawled up inside of him and took off running. And so Jason sat here because he looked 
just remarkably uncomfortable. Interesting. So the point of all that is to say is she at 35 years old has figured out what she likes Mm -hmm. and is comfortable in that space. Mm -hmm. And I know that you and I are are older than that. And it took me years past, way past 35 to sit with myself and go, what do I like? Oh, I still think I'm figuring all of that out. Yeah. What do I like? What am I into? Because I think most of the time we women accept the touch men give us as that's the way it's supposed to be. Oh, I totally agree with that. Right. right. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. It's like whatever you're willing to give, I'll take. Yeah. Right. Whereas like, I always make a joke. My vibrator is the size of a big giant fat stage mic. We call it my stage mic. <laughs> okay. It's like the giant body wand, which by the way, body wand, if you're listening, I could use another one. I like the rechargeable cordless one. I've, I've worn two out. And so <laughs> I usually keep them on rotation. Body wand, if you're listening. Oh, I don't get into those giant vibrators. So yeah, the problem with the giant vibrator is that it is giant. It is cumbersome. It's like a baseball bat. You oh. could take somebody out with it. Don't break into my house. It's got like that low rumble. I like the low rumble. I can't do the low rumble. But See, I, that's why I don't know if I like the womanizer. Well, you got to try it because that thing is amazing. It's just sucking. It's like a telling me. for the ladies out there that don't know what I'm talking about. It has like a very light, like sucking action. And it's freaking amazing. I like the low rumble. So that's why I'm like, but anyway, my point of it is, where was I going with this? Talking about my vibrator. Where was I going? Oh, the point is, is I had knowing what you like, what I liked, right? I never would have thought that a vibrator, the size of a little league slugger. Okay. (laughs) Would be my go-to, but that's my favorite. Yeah. And so I think women should experiment with their own bodies for like every day. Oh, and I think we should have a t-shirt made that says this. Are you ready? Yes. It should say M&M time. M&M time. M&M time. I like that. What does it mean? Masturbation, then meditation. Masturbation in that order. In that order. And meditation. Right. Because I find that my meditations are better if I masturbate first. Interesting. And so I call it my M&M time. I will. I'll show. I'm going to have M&M time and I will go upstairs and I will shut the door and it is me and me. I love that you meditate. I need to do more meditation because, you know, when you talk to women who have these really like full on body orgasms where you're riding the wave, you know, you're not just having this build up and then the orgasm and then it's done. It's like really Intense. meditation is a, a big, a big part, part of, it. of being able to stay present in that orgasmic moment. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So true. So true. Because a girlfriend of ours, that's something I learned from her actually. Because, is she tantric? Does she do tantra? What's her? Um, I don't think she does tantra, but I it, like the first time I saw her have an orgasm, it lasted, I swear to God, for 10 minutes. Yeah. I was like, how, what, 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 what is that? Because mine used to be like a starburst and then done. That's how, yeah. That's and, but you're right. You know, she teaches yoga and stuff. And so, yeah, she's, so she's, I, I would really be curious. We should actually talk to her. We can talk to her. I would love to talk to her because, you know, I've become very interested in Tantra and, you know, that practice, you know, I think everybody thinks, oh, it's just these crazy positions. So it's really not what Tantra is about. You know, it really is a meditation and learning how to be present in your body. Right. I don't think she's the one for that, but I actually met a guy and that's what he's studying sexology. He wants to come on our show okay. and he wants to talk about Tantra. So oh, we actually have it. somebody that'll do oh, that. I would love that. Oh, that would be good. That would be, that would be so good. interesting. All right, ladies. So what the end game is here is send us your dick pictures <laughs> yeah, with the hashtag with the hashtag DWS. And remember the email address is DWS at two wild orchids.com. The number two wild orchids.com. And then you also, let me think about some other things. You also, you learned today. Don't fucking fake orgasms. Do not fake, fake orgasms. orgasms. Because when you do, you can't stop. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> I've faked an orgasm and I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
bad. It's like I'm falling. I can't get up. I mean, I wouldn't even know what to say to a woman that's already faking orgasm. Stop it. But it's not that easy. It's it's nothing. If it's nothing worth having is easy. Stop it. Yeah. And then just own your shit. I mean, you might not tell him it could destroy his fragile male ego. So (laughs) you might just say, honey, it's just, it's just me. I'm just, I don't know if I can make some shit up. The point is you've already been faking it. Stop it and figure out what you like. Because one of the things I think women, and maybe this is just because Jason and I have such good fantasy talk. Right. Do you fantasize? For sure. When, but when they're down there licking your pussy, do you fantasize? Oh, um, you know, that's a good question. I don't think I do. I do. I don't think I do. I do. Because what do you the, fantasize about? Oh, well, you know, I'm a shameless voyeur. So I fantasize a lot about like watching people have sex or I think about like watching somebody else have this and say, have the pleasure that I'm having, like what, what visually that must look like. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, Maybe I just don't have like an active imagination. You I think, I think I would, right? You, like I should. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But maybe it's just, you haven't played in that realm in your mind. No, I don't think I have. No. And Jay and I've done fantasy talk for so many years. Every time we have a show, I have homework <laughs> and I'm really behind. Well, because we have swingers club. Well, that until, you, until, until you get better. I, know, uh, yeah. I haven't. I'm, and again, my voice is still not. Your voice good. is terrific. <laughs> um, and then what was our, my homework for the last? There was another. There was more homework. Oh, I know. It was never mind. It was the shaving thing. Okay, so fucking sit, get your homework done. I know we got to do. I have a lot of homework. To do. You have a lot of homework. Now to I have do. to find someone to get between my legs, like this weekend. Chop chop chop. chop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have. We're gonna have to check. Sing, come back around on this for next show. Come back around on this, yeah. Because I mean, I brought, I brought you up to speed with the date I went on. Yeah, and then I am talking to that one beautiful guy that you could forgive a multitude of sins. I'll let you know. I can't week. wait to hear about that. He's pretty girl. I'll show Yay. you a picture. We're gonna check back in. He's pretty. He's he's take him home and lock him in your closet. Pretty. Okay. <laughs> All right. As we get out of here today, Monica has her homework. I have my homework. Oh, my homework is to see that guy. <laughs> But I'm traveling. I've got, remember, I've got the thing on the 25th All right, well, um, in New Jersey. Right. So if you're going to be anywhere near Trent, New Jersey, the 25th through the 27th of October, 2019, on the 25th, I am speaking on polyamory and the roller coaster of those relationships. So come see me. Yay. Um, I think that's about it. Mama, what do you think? I think that's it. For All sure. right. Yeah. So you want to sign off today? So an orgasm a day. Remember. Keeps the worries away. Right. And I came up with an orgasm saying, Monica said I can't say it because it's too much like <laughs> orgasms. 